Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. So we were talking movies off uh, off mic before about that Spider-Man movie that we still don't. I don't like being the spoiler person, even though it's been out for weeks. Uh, Some people are just not going to go to that movie theater, so I'm not going to spoil it for them, even though it's spoiled all over my timeline. Like I've seen it so many (laughs) years, but like if other people had my timeline on social media, they'd be spoiled for Spider-Man like crazy. Sorry. Uh, So when we were up in Lake George, like we did the first hike and that was fine. And it was a perfectly good day out temperature wise, snow wise. But then the next two days it was raining the whole time. Oh, which whatever. Um, we walked around town and whatever shops were still open uh, for the winter season. And uh, for Christmas, my mother got me a portable DVD player that you be you plug into the laptop, right? A USB. You have a you have a DVD player. Wow. Not a uh, Blu-ray, just a plain old DVD. Yeah, yeah. I don't get into that Blu-ray stuff because I watch older movies, especially on DVD. And that kind of quality ruins the movie. Oh, okay. Because it was shot with using particular effects that were not meant to have that kind of clarity. Like, hmm. if you're me- if you're shooting your movie at 720 and you try to watch it in, like, 1500, you're going to see all yeah. of the, the makeup lines and, like... All of the blemishes and... Yeah. So, I know everybody loves ultra 4k hd it looks like it was shot on a handheld camcorder motion smoothing garbage everything looks like shit <laughs> i hate it <laughs> truly i hate it i can't stand the way it looks you can see the strings on harry potter's broom i'm like no thank you i don't want to be taken out fair enough i don't mind the 2d of it and i don't mind the illusion i want the illusion so portable dvd player you plug it in I have the HDMI cables, plug it into the back of any hotel TV that isn't, I want to say like, it's harder in like a Hilton or whatever, because their TVs, they block the ports. Why? To keep you from doing what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You plug in uh, and the remote control sometimes doesn't have the input option. So you have to tap it from the TV, which whatever, fine. I'm not so young. I'm not young at all uh, to know (laughs) how to use the buttons on the TV. And if you stay at not recently renovated hotels, their TVs still have that stuff on the side of the screen. Oh. Some TVs don't even have that anymore. No, I can see. I see them in like thrift stores and stuff. The old, old TVs. Mm. Uh, so we that's a long way of getting to we watched respect and free guy and don't look up don't look up is sad it's sad because it's true all of it every it's last sad. no that's why i'm like this is i'm like oh this is a comedy wait what's happening wait it was pretty what, funny no 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 the, the funniest gag to me the whole time this is the uh spoilers for no way up just go watch that that's on netflix get your act together uh is jennifer jennifer lawrence at every turn is like but he's a three-star general and he charged us for free snacks 
Yeah, that's I love that's the running gag. He like he charges for free snacks. I mean, just every time she brings it up, like in like the afterglow of sex or whatever, or maybe not sex with Smithy Chalamet, she's like, he's a three-star general. I'm like <laughs> so funny. It is. But it has a really dark ending though, which I don't I didn't like. I'm like, well, oh. I liked it. I liked it because okay, I'll hang on, I'm gonna pause this. I'll pause it and then I'll unpause it. Sorry, everyone. I didn't want to spoil the entire absolute end of that movie. Uh, but we watched Free Guy and we loved that. Yeah. But going back to, um, you know, Don't Look Up, it is getting a lot of hate from uh, the Republicans. Of course it is, because it would be that would be them turning. Turning something, trying to turn something into money when money is about to be meaningless. Like the pandemic? Hmm, maybe so. <laughs> or climate change? Clear allegories here. Truth in advertising. <laughs> Respect, was that Aretha Franklin biopic? Yeah, how was that? Ugh, long. It's long, and it's a little too indulgent on... What's her name? Who's, who's Jennifer Hudson? She mm-hmm. sings all the songs and everything, which is great. She's got a beautiful voice. Everybody knows that. But every single, like, they just cut away for, like, 10 minutes of performance at a time. So the movie's, like, at least 45 minutes too long. Okay. And uh, and that's it's okay that, like, she wants to, they want to show off that singing or whatever. But if it's about her life, they really gloss over her life to highlight her singing, you know? Because Sounds about right. If half your movie is just her singing I'm like well I could just turn her put the record on and I get it as opposed to what's love got to do with it where they highlighted all her abuse and not that much of her singing that's I would have preferred it quite honestly they have there's a lot of abuse in her life and um, no, I know they skate right past it like they show it and they show like some repercussions of it but then it's just singing well, maybe they try to make it like a family movie, sort of. Maybe. I don't know. It was okay. I would be like two and a half stars, you know? Would not recommend mm-hmm. watching again. Get the fast forward button out through all the performance. Yeah, and I finally watched, I finally finished uh, Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. So you were posting about that. Did you not? Yeah. Did you not love I mean, I liked it. I just didn't like what they did to Kingpin. He wasn't as sinister as he was in a Netflix series. He's more invincible i'd say than he is in his netflix series yeah he's more he's more invincible like comic kingpin where you can't like touch him because he took an arrow to the chest and i'm like really and he gets hit also i didn't see his dead body yeah well so he, he's I, knew he was, I knew he's not gonna die because he took an arrow to the chest and he took a card to like his his body through a window <laughs> and he got back up and i'm like really i live i live bring in that Charlie Cox and that Vincent D'Onofrio. Don't let those guys slip away. You can recast Iron Fist. That's fine. Yeah, recast Iron Fist. But like everybody, that's fine. Or if you don't recast him, make him learn the moves. Don't let him just flounder about. Don't let him me out. Yeah, have like Shang-Chi train him or something. Do something. Replace him with Shang-Chi entirely. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I liked, I did like Hawkeye, but Kingpin, that was a little bit, all right, okay. Appreciate the like, realistic consequences uh 
that Hawkeye has for being a superhero. Like his hearing's gone and he's like, like he's, yeah, he's like hard of hearing. And she's like, I'll get you down. He's like, no, thank you. <laughs> like just perfectly happy to rest in the tree with the owl. Yeah. I did like the hard of hearing thing though, that reference. Cause he's like, how'd you lose your hearing? And you see all like all the stuff that happens. Oh, uh, just everything. All of it. At yeah. once. And can we just give a shout out to um, Florence Pugh? Oh, she's terrific. Please. Oh my god. She was she was the reason I liked Black Widow. She was she was tremendous. Tremendous. Yeah. Oh, she's she very was, good. good. Yeah, stuff. she was great in Hawkeye too. Like I love when they're fighting and they're having a dialogue. She's definitely holding back though. Like she doesn't want to hurt Kate at all. And she doesn't want No, because she likes Kate. She doesn't want to be doing any of this crap. And she's doing it because she wants she thinks that she knows deep down though, otherwise she would have just killed Hawkeye immediately. It's not that hard. He's hard mm-hmm. to drink. Like he could she could sneak up on him pretty pretty easily, I'd say. Yeah. But I, I suspect that she just wanted the explanation and to hit him because she's feeling badly. Yeah. I did like how she kept calling Kate Bishop by her full name. I know. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> and they, the first series I saw where they actually did LARPing, they actually referenced LARPing. Oh, my God. Those LARPers <laughs> are the best. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're so fun and funny. Yeah. And Jacques was good, too. I was happy. I was happy to see uh, those LARPers. And I'm like, can relate. Relatable content. <laughs> when he's going through to like, he's like, you have to kill everybody. So he's like, all right. And Hawkeye's going through and everyone's like missing him. And he's like, he's just annoyed by everything. I know. Deep down, he loves them though. He does. He does. He's got a tough, uh, tough exterior and a soft nuke inside that Hawkeye. Oh, and the reveal that his wife is, uh, I forgot her name. Kingbird. Mockingbird. Yeah, that, I was like, oh, okay. That's great. So that just that just takes Agent of Shield out of the, the picture then. Well, the thing is, is if she's not somebody from that he would have like met on the job and he's dipping his pen in the company ink, I mean, it would be a pretty hard sell to a woman with no insider knowledge to be like, I'm an Avenger. Do you want to date me? This will be fine. <laughs> like I work for S.H.I.E.L.D. You want to get married? Yeah. What do you do for a living? I'm an assassin. It's fun. Me and my, this is my best friend. Also an assassin. Also an assassin for Russia. <laughs> Don't worry about how good her butt looks in those pants. It's right. just platonic. <laughs> I guess you can see like, well, I guess Mockingbird is like a title that they give people. It might be like a James Bond thing. But that's pretty good. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And the Rogers musical? 10 out of 10 would say 100% of the time. Oh my God. I would go see that immediately. If they bring that to Broadway, I have a Broadway connection and I will absolutely make her get me tickets for that. <laughs> if you're listening to this, uh, I would absolutely love to get tickets to Rogers and Musical. <laughs> they almost certainly used real Broadway people for that. I didn't look it up, but oh, of course. almost certainly. Like, of course. Like Broadway baseball there. I didn't expect that, that they did the whole thing. I'm like, I love this. I was like, I love it. Because I was hooked on episode one. I put it on Facebook. I'm like, episode one, and they do Rogers the Musical. I'm like, I love this already. That is superior in every way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Avengers happened in what, 2012? Yes. Well, this episode is Stargate SG-1, season five, episode 10, 2010. (laughs) Unrelated, two years prior. 2001. Well, that's when it was... uh, 
filmed, but the name of the episode is 2010. No, no, it's it 2001, I think, because 2010 was the, yeah, 2010 was the one before. Yeah. Okay, make me look this up. I can't believe you. Okay. Let's look at my downloads. because I, download, I downloaded to, for offline viewing. By the way, speaking of, I thought they were taking SG-1 off of Netflix, and here I am just that's what I thought too, because that's what they said. This like you're you're right. It's two thousand and one. God damn it! Don't be right. <laughs> All right, fine. It's two thousand and one. I thought it said twenty ten. I'm also dyslexic. All right, there we go. Uh, yeah, they were like, oh, it's not going to be streaming anywhere. Well, it's still on Netflix, and I download it every week. So mm-hmm. I own season eight somehow. I own season one and season eight on DVD, but uh, nothing season else. eight. I know, weird. Well, that's the last uh, Jack season, isn't it? Before you get into Colonel Mitchell, I believe so. yes, yes, that's the last season for uh, Colonel Neal because he becomes an actor. He becomes not a was it Brigadier General? I don't know. He's that by the time Universe rolls around. Yeah, but he looks. I re, I just remember them retiring and they all finally go to the cabin. Isn't that nice? That's the last thing I remember about it. And that there's some time travel and it wraps into the movie and. There's always time. Speaking of time travel, here we are watching 2001. Yeah, nice, nice segue. <laughs> oh, I did it. It opens up with SG-1 coming through with news that they found a race of people that want to share their tech. Oh, yeah. Bingo, bingo. Hit the jackpot. Bingo. Uh, and they're called the Ashen. Dun, dun, dun. We're meant to remember that from a few seasons ago, from that episode where they are all infertile and Sam and Jack try to like race to the Stargate and toss the note through during. Which I think is a weird way to like announce to like announce your presence and live among the people, just make them all infertile. Like why? They're not a threat. If they're not a threat, why are you making them infertile? Because they, when they find a, a more sustainable civilization i guess they want to be the dominant technological force so if you're allowed to continue to develop technologically you could overtake them someday but you already are the dominant technological force because they're 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 going to you for help yes but eventually you might be able to retrofit things for yourself if you're allowed to continue to not be uh dirt farmers so you sterilize the population at it? Okay. That kills them. And and just takes their grain? It's ster- when you sterilize the population, it's a passive aggressive way. Instead of just nuking them off the planet and starting again, it seems like it happens quite naturally. That's a really messed up flex though. It's super messed up. That's why they're so <laughs> messed up. Uh, so that's the whole cold open. Just a few minutes, you find out it's the Eshen and you're meant to remember that other episode from that time. At the meeting, uh, I'm trying to pay attention to what's going on in the meeting, but uh, there's some like heavy chemistry between that ambassador and Sam. And it takes me halfway through the episode before I remember that that is Sam's husband from that previous episode. Yes, because they get married. She calls him ambassador in bed, I heard. Uh, and then oh, Nareem's bed's not even cold yet before he's replaced right? with the ambassador. Oh my god! See, it happened like a week ago. Oh my god! Yeah. Sam doesn't make a production out of anything, and everybody is clear, clearly seeing what's going on here. 
And mm-hmm. in the previous episode, I recall Jack being extremely jealous of this ambassador person, like very jealous. And uh, that courtship is on display. Like that, talk about making an announcement to the world. Sam's like, this one, I'm going to go home with this one. We all see what's happening here. Yes. <laughs> so we all know. Jack, you're then we're gonna have, standing right we're gonna next have, to me. We're going to have dinner in the mess hall, and then I'm going to go home with that guy. <laughs> it's going to be the mess hall. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, so Jack should have gotten jealous right then and there. Should definitely not have waited to be jealous after the wedding. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, you know, maybe he was trying to work through some things. Yeah, isn't that always the case for Jack? That's why they're a bad fit. Uh, the ambassador shows up to go to the other world to do the negotiations in a very sharp suit. And proceeds to get teased for it. <laughs> He's like, you're wearing that? It's they farmland, just... you know. <laughs> Ruin those shoes. They didn't look like high-end shoes, quite honest, but that's fun. Yeah, like Floorsheim shoes. <laughs> yeah, they're not shiny or anything. Square tip. Get out of here. Look like loafers. <laughs> Those were like his casual shoes, just in case they do get messed up, but they don't know that because they never wear suits or anything. So, Yep. Go on. Okay. No, I was uh, going to say like, yeah. <laughs> uh, they meet Boren, who Jack calls boring, but he's right. That guy's like, very boring. <laughs> it's like, I know his name. He's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and boy, they really straight faced. I mean, that must have been tough. I must have been tough in front of like just being on set and being laughing and things like that. Just trying not to smile. Yeah, like trying to say your lines and like you should. I'm sure like uh, Richard Dean Anderson's like making fun of him, trying to make them laugh. I'm sure. I'm sure he's got a few riffs in there that broke the scene, and they're like, "Cut it out, man." I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, been figured the Ashen planet is one of the is the one that he said was off limits so they were doing like a little part of the little flirtation between the ambassador and sam is uh, and by the way jack is responsible for the successful flirtation because in the beginning he asks why he's like why sam ha hot wink and she starts explaining some sciencey stuff and jack's like oh when you ever whenever you ask that question you better really want to know because she's going to get sciencey on your ass and she's like he's like he's like his wingman so then later more flirtation is occurring and he's like why and she goes to explain the 300 light year radius bath that she does he goes oh my fault i asked why again and i'm like oh my god (laughs) this is jack he set this up he did Directly responsible for this. <laughs> um, oops, that's too far. Okay, so hang on. I wrote this in a tablet and uh, like on a steno pad, and it's hard for me to keep track. Uh, so Hammond figures out that it's the planet with the from the note. Um, Daniel and so they said get sent back, and they're and they're ordered to dig a little deeper about the Ashen and find out. Like, like why, literally, what's the situation here? Uh, so Daniel and Te- Teal'c walk off and they talk to a farmer who says he has an iron root in yeah. his field. And Jack and Sam go up onto the harvester with uh, the ambassador. And Orin and his assistant. Right. 
the Ashen want dialing addresses in exchange for their technology, which seems like not enough. Because <laughs> they'll mention that later. They'll be like, that seems like not enough. Uh, but Daniel and Teal discover that the iron root, because Daniel's like, maybe I can take out the iron root with my big, strong hands. I think that farmer <laughs> should have took a one look at Daniel and said, maybe Teal, but not you, my guy. Absolutely. Maybe the guy with the giant staff weapon, not you, though. Daniel uh, admits that, yeah, Teal's staff weapon might be able to get rid of it. No, it won't. What is he talking about? <laughs> but that's fine, because he's just a farmer who doesn't know any better. Um, and Daniel discovers that the iron root is an old city, and they go into the ruins underground. And they see a library. The Ashen are told about Earth's population, and they said that that's unsustainable, which is our first clue. That that they're um, they're gonna just uh, in that old in the old episode, the reason they tell them that they're going to make some people infertile to try and control the population from growing out of control. They do? I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Sam was supposed to be an exception in the old episode. Um, or at least they tell the ambassador that, but Sam doesn't know it. Yeah, they told the ambassador. He's like, it was only supposed to be like, what, a third of population? Yeah, something like that. And they were exclusively supposed to be fertile, like a fertile couple that's left. And then they aren't because uh, Janet's like, girl, you ain't ever having babies with two duds in your ovaries like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I forgot about. Yeah, they told the ambassador. You're right. Um, and then the Ashen say you have to tell all of Earth about the Stargate because they realize that not all of Earth knows about the Stargate. <laughs> Yeah, well, they tell them they're like, no, well, we keep it all from, you know, from our other countries, other leaders and stuff. I got to say, the Ashen have a pretty good pitch, though, like as far as the exchange of technology. And they're selling them on the idea that giving them access to the entire rest of the galaxy is pretty huge. And like, yeah, they're, they're like, you're underselling the value of what you're giving us, honestly. <laughs> And I, I, I agree with that. Um, and if I didn't know. But they know about the Stargate. How come they didn't compute the dialing addresses themselves? I don't know. Maybe they, that's what I see, why they have to sterilize destroy the population. Because given enough time, you can create your own dialing device and figure it out for yourself. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they know the humans did it. So then why couldn't they do it? Why do they need dialing addresses? Maybe, uh, you know what? I, I know that they probably suspect that there are other Stargates and things like that, but they arrived to that planet in ships. So they couldn't, and they'd never considered stellar drift. That's not a thing that was in their, I guess their knowledge. I mean, you can build the biggest bomb in the world and still not account for stellar drift. <laughs> but I mean, they're using, they're clearly using the Stargate to harvest back to their planet so they can't figure out like other gate addresses right well before they counted for they say that in the episode sam says or hammond's like we could only go to abydos and sam's like yeah and until daniel brought back the address from abydos and general o'neill lucked into their gate addresses because he 
downloaded that database of the ancients into his brain. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, that's not where that came from. That came from uh, that old man on that planet that one time. Cliff Castle. That's right. Man. That's right. Uh, Catherine's boyfriend, right? So mm -hmm. I guess the Ashen never got to Catherine's boyfriend in time to get <laughs> all the all the gate addresses <laughs> that the ancients had and the ancient data. They also do have a cache of addresses from the ancient database from Jack's brain, but they had two caches to work with. And they hadn't Let's accepted go <laughs> Stellar Drift before they went after the um, Abydos Thing they figured out when they couldn't dial the addresses from Catherine's boyfriend that it was stellar drift. So they probably just never pieced that together. Hmm. Okay. That's stellar drift today. <laughs> stellar drift. If I didn't know better, I would think that the Ashen uh, offer was like, like terrific. I'd be like, you're right. We are underselling the value. Of knowing where all the planets are. Not everybody knows where the planets are. So here you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, Daniel goes in further into the ruins and they come out with some scrolls. Uh, and Teal's like, this is, I don't think he likes the archaeology game. <laughs> He's like, this is boring. And dangerous. Like it was like a little crumbly in there. And he's like, we should take these out of this out of whatever this is and daniel's like he's like no nah, i'm gonna stay it's like i'm gonna stay it's like he's like we shouldn't go back in there daniel's like we might have to go back in there just you know fyi <laughs> this is the hard and fast danger of archaeology it's like what the hell man so old celtic that's the language that was spoken on that planet and he's like looking at some old celtic words and newspapers to find out what's going on um the Ashen also admit that they want to meet other races, advanced races. Yes. Can we meet the Asgard? You may not. Unless you have something that can battle all the replicators, in which case they'll take the meeting. Yeah. Or oh, we want to meet the Gould. Okay. Right after the Ashen admit that they want to admit advanced races is when I realize that the ambassador is Sam's future husband. <laughs> That long into this, it took me because of the facial blindness. I just didn't recognize him or anything about him until this point. And I went, oh, that's that guy. That's her husband. So dumb. Should have realized that from the jump, but I didn't. Uh, Daniel says they're newspapers and that the Ashen wind up pro providing a vaccine for some kind of disease. It was for the flu. Right. He goes on to say yeah. it was like a, a 1918 style flu. And uh, oh, there's a word that he can't quite translate, but he's working on it. But the SGC is told that they have to proceed, even though they know that the Ashen are from the off limits planet. They know they don't have to send probes like they were going to. Like, they know. They know. Yeah. They're told not to do it, but they know. <laughs> they know. It's like when they're them sending people, uh, teams and stuff to explore the other three planets is the reply all when you mean reply one, because if you hit reply one, then you're singling out a guy. But if you hit reply all, then maybe it's addressed to the whole company. 
but it isn't, is it? <laughs> they know nope. perfectly well that that's the Ashen planet is the off-limits planet. But, like, don't look up, and, like, our government totally 100% of the time, they were like, don't care. Don't care. Money, money, money. Politics, politics, politics. Money, money, money. <laughs> uh, and Senator Kinsey is the, oh my God. You know, I know this was made in the early 2000s, but like, could they be more on the nose with Senator Kinsey and how our government behaves? Holy cow. Well, he's, he's, he's been the bad guy in like RoboCop and Total Recall. Like, he's a bad guy for a lot of Paul Vorhanen movies. Yeah, like a lot of, um, senators that are currently in our 2022 senate um bear a striking resemblance to the characterization of this particular senator and not that i'm going to name any kentucky names that may have based his entire life on this character (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, yes he wants to be president because i think jack yes Jack goes uh, to D.C. to say that he was wrong uh, about brokering this deal. And uh, Kinsey's like, you just don't want me to be the president or whatever. And he's like, wow, what? This is not about you, bro. Probably making it about him, though. And he's in charge of the negotiation, so you could sit on it, Jack. You're not. You're not stopping me from being president and getting the. I have I have goals, damn it. (laughs) <laughs> and destroying the entire earth which seems exactly like exactly like mm-hmm. don't look but fine this is a little on the nose especially with like the spread of a pandemic that needs um alien interference and stuff like that and, like, and we just and we just discovered that aliens probably do exist maybe hmm. that's why the anti-vaccine people are like this they saw this episode and they were like you take the vaccine, it makes you sterile or whatever. I saw this on Stargate. <laughs> I saw this documentary, Stargate, and there was a, a disease for the vaccine makes it sterile. That were created by aliens. <laughs> Listeners, it was not created by aliens. It's real regular science. You can feel feel confident in knowing that. Or or is it? It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, if it was aliens, I'm sure it'll still be fine. Well, aliens uh, do exist now, apparently. Oh, I know. Well, they, we've always known mathematically, yeah, that's absolutely the case. Cannot not be the case. But getting across such stellar distances is like bananas and not possible for us. And if it were possible, I feel like an advanced race wouldn't even bother with what amounts to farmers. Like in the eyes of, I mean, not that I understand the gold's position because they're a little wary and hellbent, but like, I don't know. When you look at people compared to what you're capable of doing, you must be like, what are these podunk farmers on this stupid blue marble planet doing? Yeah. They just discovered that there's a moon in their their orbit? Wow. The furthest they've gone is the literal moon. (laughs) That's in their orbit? Wow. Incredible. So, uh, so yeah, Kinsey's going to be in charge and he sucks. At the SGC, Daniel asks Sam to do something to prove the Ashen's bad intentions, like he's scribbling on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And then she ropes in the ambassador. She's like, we've got a big plan. Get on board. He's like, come on, come on. And he's like, 
definitely on board for you, baby. All right. <laughs> Anything you say, Blondie? I carry your purse. Like he was like, can I carry your purse? <laughs> uh, Sam gets uh, the word translated. She's like, oh, hey, do you know what this says? And the guy takes the paper and he's like, yeah, sterility. Like nonchalant. Wow. Talk about. Yeah. And he never like, he never like put two and two together. Like sterility. Oh, Uh-oh. the other guy did though. The guy who's like trying to broker the deal. He's like, looked at him like, really, Steve? Really? Really? Warren, are you kidding? I was uh, waiting for him to say that. Like, are you effing kidding me? Yeah, seriously. Um, and then, so they're busted. Sam's like, uh, we know all about you, sterilization program, boy. Be like, this is what you do. You wipe out civilizations and turn them back into dirt farmers so you can better control them. And they're like, well, now yeah, you're locked in this room forever. Uh, but Sam, right. yeah, Sam's right. like, what? <laughs> yeah, okay, we're locked love, in this room. <laughs> I love that. He's like, yeah, we do. Now we're going to lock you in this room forever. But what? Yeah, she's like, um, I have all of my gear. Do you not see the tactical <laughs> gear on me? <laughs> I'm like, I probably, she probably has a parachute in there somewhere. She just straight up jump out the window. <laughs> right. Uh, but they're dialing the gate. Uh, and uh, and Sam and the ambassador are going to bust out the window. So she takes her grappling hooks and everything, and she's like, trust me, you can just scale down this rope. Like, you're totally used to that in that suit. And he's like, yeah, I've done, I, I do this all the time. <laughs> you can accomplish this. I believe in you. <laughs> uh, Be a man. Seriously. Uh, so, and you can see, like, the the disease delivery system, like, dropping. Yeah, it was like, what was it like? It, it targets your DNA. Yeah. Specific DNA. That's 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 sinister, man. It is super. These guys are no good. Um, but Warren comes back into the room, and uh, and the ambassador uh, charges him because he's like, "What else could I do?" But like football pummel this guy. <laughs> right. And he's like, "Go!" He he's all heroic and shit. And he tells Sam to go and before he jumps back on the guy to beat him up some more. And I'm like, and I appreciate that Sam does go, but if that were Jack up there, she wouldn't have gone. Uh, or Daniel or Teal for that matter. Like any of her main team. Yeah, she would have climbed back up and been like, no. Yeah, she would have been like, no, 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 no. But uh, she cuts herself loose and uh, falls through the Stargate and they close um, the iris. While Kinsey's standing there. How come she doesn't break a bone? I think she did. I think she broke her shoulder. She's lying on that floor the rest of the time. They're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because I'm like, wait, you fell from a height. And the velocity alone, like the momentum alone, if you fall from there, you're still falling. Yeah. You're still falling at a pretty pretty good clip. But like, there because our Stargate is upright, like she flew out of that. So I think crashing into the metal was more damaging. <laughs> I broke her shoulder. Yeah. Oh, metal grating. She doesn't like stand up and be like, ouch, my shoulder. She's still like lying there telling them what's she's happening. Like, oh, and she's like, my ribs. <laughs> she, yeah, she's like, they're like, we should get her to the infirmary. She's like, you should send her like a- somebody get somebody get Janet. Yeah. She's like, I can't <laughs> make it on like my own free will here. This is 
you just leave me to lie here for a bit. I'll just you get back to me. <laughs> get Janet. Honestly, get Janet. Uh, Sam tells everybody they were about to release the bio the bio weapon uh, through the gate. Um, mm-hmm. And Kinsey is best like they had plotted it. He's like, oh, there's going to be an investigation. It's like, oh, how convenient. Ugh. Yeah, I exactly. Uh, this is why I hate politicians sometimes. Every time. Uh, Senator McConnell, I mean Kinsey, is going to start an investigation on Jack O'Neill, isn't he? <laughs> Senator McConnell. Could you imagine, though? This is exactly his behavior. That is who I was alluding to earlier. It's like, what, what are we, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, why, why is this happening? He's like, uh, I don't care if it kills everybody on the planet as long as I'm the hero. How are you the hero? I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be president. What's going on here? That'll be the day. Uh, so, and that's the end. They just close on Sam's broken body and Kinsey's yeah. starting the investigation. And stomping, stomping away. What about that ambassador? He wasn't dead. It's not like Sam left because he died. No, but he's going to die. You don't know that. He's doing fisticuffs. He might have been a boxer at Harvard or whatever. Like, you never know. So he, he, he escapes and becomes a farmer on that planet? I don't know. I guess so. Or, like, teaches the people down there how to, I don't know, do, they wear business suits or whatever. It's only <laughs> the two the two Ashen on that ship. It's not like the whole planet's overrun with them. It's true. Could you imagine though he becomes like their he becomes like their king? That would be <laughs> some some that would be great if he was like, yeah, I'm the mayor of this town then. I wonder if they I guess they probably never go back to that planet, but they should probably go back to that planet in like at least a week to be like, can we go get the ambassador? It's like it's a little yeah. rude that we just left him there alive. <laughs> Last I saw him, he was alive. So maybe we should go get him. Yeah, just a little. Like, a little bit go get him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it. That's this episode. What do you rate it? Um, I rate it a... Hmm. That's a tough one. I mean, this is tough. A three. Oh, wow. So low. I gave it four and a half. Four and a half? I know. I thought it was so good. I thought the pacing was really good. I liked in the original. I like the callback to that other episode. In the original episode, it says never go to this planet. But I don't know that they ever directly went to that planet to begin with. This might always be the way that they met the Ashen was through this other planet. No, because in the previous episode, they went to that planet and met the Ashen. Oh, maybe so. All right. All right. That's why it's got to be locked. Yeah, that's why they locked it because they went to that planet, and that's the Ashen homeworld. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Like uh, philosophical questions about fate, because they wound up randomly going to this farmer planet and meeting the Ashen mm-hmm. anyway. It's weird. Well, they were always destined to meet the Ashen. They just met them in a different way and a different anyway. capacity philosophical destiny versus free will kind of situation. It's crazy. Crazy that they met him anyway. It's like the ghoul. They are, I'm sure in every version of SG-1, they're supposed to meet the ghoul. Whether mm. the ghoul destroys 
And 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 some realities the ghouls destroy them. Some realities they're successful. They beat the ghouls. And some realities like you know that's true. There is a multiverse at play here. Yeah. Oh, be- and because they sent back that note, it it splintered the timeline. So the timeline that they're on is not the same as the one that sent back that note. Yeah, that one, the one that sent back that note doesn't exist anymore. Right. Oh, love a timeline. Oh, four and a half for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll give it. I'll give it a four at least. Get <laughs> <laughs> all this good time stuff. I change it to four. Yeah. Uh, I saw the promo for next week. Next week's going to be a good one. I think it's got all my favorite things. It's got Q. It's got Mayborn. Mayborn's the favorite. Mm. Oh, Mayborn. I love. I I like. I like anti Jack. I know. Sam gets kidnapped, <laughs> and who's Jack going to turn to? His good buddy Mayborn. Mayborn. I love it. I love their team ups. He's like, what's up, Jack? Mayborn to me is like, let me see if I can. It's like Angel. Like the vampire? In terms of Buffy. Yeah, like in terms of Buffy. Like sometimes he's good. Sometimes he's got his own like agenda. (laughs) Sometimes uh, he loses his soul because he has sex with Buffy. (laughs) With Buffy. (laughs) And can we just say that she is like the worst slayer of all of them? Oh, you think so? I love Buffy. Yeah. Because she what slayer has sex with the with, with with vampires? Well, this one. But he's a soul-having vampire. Yeah, but she not only sleeps with Angel, she sleeps with Spike. I know, but that's like a an emotional rough patch for her. And she clearly wasn't qualified for the job. You don't ever get to be qualified. <laughs> No, you, you get you get chosen, but at least you realize, hey, these are vampires. They're kind of evil. Maybe I should kill all of them. Don't get don't don't get attached. That's a Dean Winchester outlook on life. Not every well, not all vampires. They present it to you as a Dean Winchester choice. Like, hey, you know, you're the chosen one. You're supposed to kill these guys because they'll wreak havoc on the world. Dean kills everyone, no questions asked. But Sam sometimes like I like a changeling, and that's how it is. And we're gonna hang out and date. I like a change. No, because Dean likes a demon at some point. No, that's Sam. Sam is going to pound town with a demon that he inevitably the actor Jared Padalecki marries that woman, and they have a lot of kids together. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> I know. I know. Ruby. <laughs> Ruby's the name of the demon, and she he marries her. No, but doesn't Dean fall in love with a demon at some point? No, he does like uh, he falls in love with a regular lady. And then I don't think he ever goes in on any supernatural beings, not intentionally. Anyway, or at least not fall in love, but like kind of like, hey, they're not all bad. Now, that's Sam. And then Dean winds up killing one of his uh, supernatural girlfriends, not Ruby. And he's like, what the hell was that? He's like, oh, demon's a demon. Goodbye. And then they out. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Dean had the right idea. Oh, see, I'm team Sam. I'm like, exceptions to every rule. No, Dean had the right. I'm team <laughs> Dean. Dean is a believer. He's like, look, they're all evil. They're all evil. Let's kill them all. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Well, I look forward to next week. Got anything you want to add here? So you love Dean Winchester? Uh, Supernatural is awesome. Um, go get your booster as usual. Uh, yeah. Oh, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Matrix uh, Revolutions or Resurrections? Here's an unpopular opinion for you. 
don't like the matrix i didn't like well i didn't like this one i didn't like any of them i don't like the first movie and i've never seen any sequels and i'll not see this one either oh you didn't like the first movie i know my understanding is that it's not very good oh it's not it is not not very good as an understatement (laughs) <laughs> word on the street not very good but i didn't think the first movie was very good either so why would the sequels be any good well in my opinion it takes everything that the fans loved about the fans of the matrix who love the matrix and it shits on it mm, that's very rude but I, I don't know maybe they thought you can tell like lana wachowski did not want to make this movie mm, but keanu reeves made it i mean you can't really say anything bad about Keanu Reeves. He's pretty good stuff, even though I didn't like that movie. Yeah, he's good, but everybody else I didn't care for. Mm. I get a lot of uh, grief for not liking the Matrix movies ever. I also didn't like The Crow, so whatever. Wow. Whatever to everyone. Yeah, I know. You didn't like, you didn't like The Crow? No, I thought it was terrible. Which, the first one or the rest of them? Because the rest of them are very good. Didn't like the first didn't one. Didn't like the first one. Yeah. Interesting. Into it. Yeah, I watched it and I was like, nah, I don't think so. And I watched The Matrix and I was like, I get it. Ted Theodore Logan stuck in the internet. I got it. No thanks. <laughs> well, that's like, that's like me and Empire Records. Oh, do you not like Empire Records? I think it's okay, but I just don't see the, like everybody like hypes it up so much. It's like, oh my God. I like, I understand the whole Rex Manning Day stuff. That's- I know all the reference, like I know all the references, but and I and it's a fine movie, but it's not like oh my god, I have to watch this movie. It's on right now. Why well, are you like you know? team? Are you like team reality bites or something? <laughs> I'm team can't hardly wait. I, I like that movie. <laughs> can't hardly wait is better than Empire Records, and I love Empire that's what Records. I that's what I say, and I get into fights with my friends all the time. Yeah, it's a better movie. Uh, and it's sweeter because it's just so sweet and it is really it, it, like it. thank you it's 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 it has a nice ending it's sweet you know he gets the girl finally i know it really is quite quite a nice little romantic comedy and if that's not taken away from empire records i get it empire records no i'm not saying empire terrific. records is a bad movie i like empire records i think it's fine but i like can't Hollywood way better me too me too it's just hilarious it's very funny <laughs> It's just like pound for pound funnier. And that's just, that's how it is. Sometimes the jokes are better. And mm-hmm. that's it. So go watch Can't Hardly Wait. Go watch Empire Records. And then message us at ZPM Stargate on Twitter on which one you prefer. Which is the better one? No, it's Can't Hardly Wait because of the X-Files stuff. <laughs> and that really gets you. Uh, yeah. So let us know either way. Leave us a five-star review and put in the review if you are Empire Records or you are. Can't hardly wait. And you can find us everywhere at zpmstargate.podbean.com is our host. And ZPM Stargate on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook technically. Although I don't hang around Facebook too much. Um, But Twitter. Love a Twitter. Got anything you want to add? uh no that's it i hope everybody's having a great 2022 and we'll see you later goodbye bye